is in the know for Wednesday, September 14, the 257th day of 2022. There are 108 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we will have today's water cooler question. It will be your chance to prove that you're the smartest person around the water cooler. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, you're all right? Yeah. Uh, got a new word for you today. Okay. And uh, you might have already done it today, and it is to titivate. Okay. Titivate is the word. To titivate yourself is the act of making yourself more attractive. So, and you try and primp and you get ready to go out for the day and all those things. You titivate, which sounds like a fancy way of primping, right? To go out for the day. So, there's your, uh, there's your new word for the day. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Extension Ag Agent. Miss Whitney Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Today. Welcome back. Good to see you. Yeah. You're one of those people that on Saturdays in the fall, <laughs> as I'm watching the UK football game, I usually think of you. Yeah. In some way, because you know whether the cats are playing really well or whether they're stinking mm-hmm. it up, I usually wonder. Well, I wonder what Whitney's thinking about the game. And so it took me until Wednesday to this week, though, to find out what were you thinking about the game on Saturday. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> football school. That's football school, yes. <laughs> uh, well, that's right. You did post the. Mm-hmm. You did post football school, I, and I think I endorsed. That. Yes, listen. That was that was a really great showing. I think that you know we are finally getting a little bit of the respect that we deserve so i'm i'm glad i'm I'm happy to see us up doing well right now did you all have grilled gator at your house on monday night <laughs> no we didn't no? but hey I, you know my <laughs> husband did say he's like man that would be something fun to do when we do play the gators every year if we're gonna keep doing this you know uh-huh. so. well yeah i mean four out of the last five um, you just, um, it's, it, uh, is quite remarkable. Is it that four out of three, three out of five, out of five. three yeah. out of five, yeah. you know, when you want to go for 35 years without, and that turns into that. So you think they'll be okay against Youngstown state? On, uh-huh. I on mean, Saturday? I, I do think so. I think that they still need to come to play because if they're anything like coach Stoops is, they're probably ready to play. So, yep. you yep. know. Well, and there's a lot of pride on the line for Coach Stoops being from Youngstown. He Mm -hmm. wants to make sure that he is hospitable, but also he wants to make sure there's there's no doubt about uh, whose whose kingdom that is there in Lexington. The warming trend is beginning today after a couple of really beautiful days with low humidity. Today is going to be nice, but it will start to creep in the direction of uh, what we've been avoiding the last few days. We'll see a stretch of dry weather continuing into the weekend, 
highs in the upper 80s to around 90 for the weekend or even longer into next week. We're going to see uh, more sunshine for tomorrow's forecast. Temperatures rise into the 80s. A mostly clear sky is expected once again for tomorrow night. But between now and then, we'll see sunny and a high of 82. Clear and 60 tonight. Sunny and 86 for tomorrow. And we are just about a week and a day away from fall. So one week from today, fall will actually arrive. The world is watching um, this morning as uh, Queen Elizabeth II makes her final journey from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Hall, where she will uh, lie in state. I believe it's going to be for four days. Uh, But they just made the 38-minute procession from uh, Buckingham Palace to Westminster Hall in London. And now this is where she will uh, lie in in state, I believe, where the procession, where all those Londoners and people around will be... uh, will be moving through so the pageantry will continue did see a couple of things that caught my eye the uh Whitney and I were just talking before the show about when they rehearse for the pageantry and the pomp of these things, they have stand-ins for people that are placeholders for the Royals because the Royals don't do the rehearsal, they, but they have people there to occupy their space they're going to be in. But there is someone in Great Britain who is famous for being an impersonator of the Queen. Her name is Mary Reynolds, and going back to the age of 17, she has been told that she looks like Queen Elizabeth II, and I can see some resemblance especially in the regalia you know but i've seen enough pictures of queen elizabeth recently this lady doesn't to me if you take the tiara and the glasses and the gown away she doesn't look like the queen but in certain circumstances she does impersonation for the queen but she has retired so she she announced in the last couple of days out of respect she has uh, she has retired in impersonating um, the queen and so i think that's a respectful thing another thing that i thought was neat is Queen Elizabeth II apparently was a big fan of Wii bowling. <laughs> she, what an odd thing. She yeah, loved yeah. the Wii gaming console, and right. she and William bonded over playing Wii console games. In particular, she loved bowling, and the Sony Corporation gave her, no, the Nintendo Corporation, mm-hmm. who owns Wii, gave her a gold-plated Wii console set. My goodness. That's and awesome. gave it to the queen. I thought yeah. that was that was neat. You know, it's we we talk about the royals. You know, they're they're regular people. They put their pants well, on the same way. Little, we do. I was going to say. Well, wait a minute. Always- to be clear, sometimes people put their pants on for them. Well, true. The royals, but, but they still wear them the same as yeah. we do. Go ahead. No, the, and I think it's interesting that you know she liked we, but she also, you know, I think she was kind of a peculiar person in any way. So you know, for her to like we and and you know, that's kind of cool. That's neat. She's. Yeah. Just something that makes, seemingly makes her a little more um, average, yes. if, if you will. So yeah. that uh, that tribute continues. A, uh, a another grim outlook yesterday on the U.S. inflation front. U.S. inflation still stubbornly high in August, despite a slight slowdown. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average reacted accordingly yesterday. The consumer prices rose eight point three percent from a year ago, up. 
point one from July, but the jump on core prices, like um, uh, which exclude volatile food and energy costs, were especially worrisome. So fueled by high rents, medical care, new cars, core prices leapt six point three percent for the year ending in August, and stocks plummeted yesterday as a result. But then you've got the Biden administration over here whole, having a party at the White House where they invite people in to tout their inflation reduction law, saying, "Hey, you know." We're, we're really tackling inflation. The timing and the optics of that are awful. Uh, in fact, uh, it, it makes him look, him and them look even more out of touch and unaware of really what's going on. And then they try and claim, well, the stock market really is not an indicator of inflation or way the economy is going. That's hogwash. That's the, <laughs> that's the barometer, right? Yeah. This is the, this is In the my business. economics class. That's right. This is the business. <laughs> Business community reacting to what's going on at the federal level and the raising and lowering of interest rates and availability of labor and supply chains and all these things. And so it just shows you complete, but, but they're just trying to do anything they can to distract you from the, the truth. The, however many hundreds of people there at the White House yesterday, they probably think everything's rosy mm-hmm. until the bill comes in the mail next month and they have to go, wait a minute. This is not what I was told. Gasoline prices, at least, here at home continue to um, to um, look decent. The drop in oil prices, increased demand, spurs some falling gas prices. The average prices for unleaded in uh, Bowling Green, 334, Elizabethtown, 311. I saw it for 308 the other day. I was going to say, I think I've got paid 308 for mine. Uh, Louisville is 352, Owensboro is 332. It's, it's somewhere in the range of that here, uh, here locally, but uh, that looks like the gas price prices the same week last year though 280 so to give you an idea we're still pacing above where we were last year and we were higher last year certainly than i I do think i i'm trying to it's easy to blame gas prices and say oh the president and the gas prices and the and he doesn't he doesn't singularly control that But I do think there's a sweet spot where get what gasoline should cost. Mm -hmm. I think there's a time when gasoline can be, it's nice to pump it and only pay 50 cents a gallon for it. But that really, that has unintended consequences as well. I like to try and find the sweet spot of where I think gasoline is uh, right in the center of the bullseye. And I do think it's probably in the 230, 225, 230 type of range. I think $1.50 is unrealistic and that's not going to work i mean would i personally like it yeah i would love it to be less than that but if we can get it back down into the two and a quarter range Mm -hmm. then i think that's probably reasonable for uh what we can expect the death toll uh, climbed yesterday from the July flooding in eastern Kentucky, which sounds odd that the death toll would climb in September from something that happened in July. And it is also odd how they attribute it as well, but they are attributing a death in Pike County that happened to a victim who died during cleanup efforts this week. They are attributing attributing it to the flooding that hit eastern Kentucky in July. So no identification or other details. The death toll still at is now at 40, so it rolled over from 39 to 40. And of course, as we mentioned, still two women that are missing mm-hmm. that haven't been seen. So I, eventually, I guess they will have to and you can presume, but I don't know what happens about uh, declaration. 
Kelly Craft kicked off her campaign officially in Glasgow last night, touting her time as United Nations ambassador in the Trump administration. She told her hometown crowd in Glasgow that her work on the world stage showed she's tough enough for to fight for Kentucky values as she kicked off her 2023 campaign for governor. She's got, of course, you know, many rivals in the GOP primary, but she's uh, she's they're trying to nationalize the race. They think that that's you know where it's going to be favorable because say what you want about Andy Bashir, you know he's got um, the way he has conducted himself in times of tragedy and through the COVID. I don't think anybody likes the bearer of bad news or likes people that make have to make tough decisions if you're if you make if you're uncomforted or you get some level of discomfort. But I think. When you, when you ask people privately if you could get their real feelings, you could take the political polarization out of it. I think you've got to give him a certain amount of credit for what he's been able to navigate and do for Kentuckians in this tragedy-ridden season. I was going to say, COVID and then two natural disasters. I don't know that there's many governors that have had to deal with that. that that's right. They've all dealt with COVID. Yeah. And then they're all dealing, you know, Gavin Newsom's dealing with mm-hmm. wildfires and mudslides and mm-hmm. DeSantis, you know, might have hurricanes. And, but just th- been like a very high concentration here in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so where Andy Bashir is going to do very well is he's going to do very well in Jefferson County. He's going to do very well in Fayette County. And he's going to do very well in Boone County and those in northern Kentucky. The more metropolitan areas is where Bashir is going to be strong. And so what they think about Kelly Craft is they think she's Cosmo enough that she when she gets to the point where she is the nominee, people out in the heartland of the state, you know, people who are out in the rural portions are going to vote for her because she's a Republican, but she's Cosmo enough that she can pull enough core votes away from Bashir in Fayette and Jefferson County that they so that's that's the calculus of where she may be strong that a Daniel Cameron would not be or mm-hmm. a Quarles might not be. Those two guys are going to play very well uh, rurally, at least especially Quarles is going to play very well in farm country, mm-hmm. but some of the others, you know, you know, may not. But by the time you get to that point where you're running against Bashir, the your Republican voters are going to vote for the nominee, which no matter which right. one it is. So, but where the battle will be won is in that golden triangle. Is in <laughs> the you know yes Louisville, Lexington, that area. So anyway, her campaign is off and running. Has she sent you all a text? Either one of you all? I haven't, no, I haven't received I've a text gotten, yet. I've no, two different texts. Was that hers. photo from yesterday? I don't think that photo was from yesterday. Oh, okay. but I think that's a current photo, but I don't think that's a photo from yesterday. She um, looked like she'd had an interesting day. Hot. Yeah, could have been. I mean, it could, uh, could, could have been yesterday. I hadn't seen any coverage of the... They kicked it off there on the square in Glasgow. Glasgow got a beautiful square, by yes, the way. Yes, they do. The Kentucky Supreme Court is hearing oral, oral arguments over the constitutionality of a new Kentucky law that allows involuntary commitment for violent offenders. Arguments were being heard by justices uh, in two cases out of Jefferson County. Attorneys for two people, in, uh, two people involuntarily committed under the new law are challenging its constitutionality. A law passed this year allows violent offenders who are incompetent for trial to be involuntarily committed if they are a danger to themselves and others regardless of whether they would benefit from treatment. Previously, a defendant could be involuntarily hospitalized only if they could benefit from treatment. If not, they could be set free. Um 
I think most laws like this are designed to be to close some loopholes or to give comfort and confidence to the citizenry Mm -hmm. so they know that people out here maybe can't think for themselves or they make decisions or they're dangerous or but the concern is is overuse you know that's the idea of uh second amendment stuff is is kind of like you ask me i say well is someone who is a danger to themselves or others should they be able to have weapons well, no, I don't, because if they're going to be a danger to me or my family or people I know or to themselves, then they shouldn't do that. But then that starts to be subjective. Then you say, well, I mean, are they really a danger or do you just think they're a danger? Mm-hmm. And so then there's just so much subjectivity to all of these types of things. They get to be uh, problematic and they can be used in ways that they weren't intended. And so our Supreme Court is going to decide the constitutionality of uh, of that law. Lindsey Graham has uh, stirred up a uh, a firestorm in Washington in the last 24 hours, uh, upending a political debate. Lindsey Graham introduced a nationwide abortion ban yesterday, sending shockwaves through both parties and igniting fresh debate on a fraud issue weeks before the midterm elections that will determine control of Congress. I'd like to pull Lindsey Graham aside and just say, shut up. Mm-hmm. You, you, If you want your party to regain control of both houses of Congress, you are doing the exact opposite at the moment. Mm-hmm. In fact, we just decided, like the Supreme Court just decided it's a state's issue. Yeah, so. <laughs> and that has polarized and it has motivated a lot of people to vote in Dece- in November that maybe weren't going to. It is the only thing that's singularly holding the Biden administration and the Pelosiites in power because this issue is mm-hmm. sending people to the polls to vote because of the Roe decision. And now here you are fulfilling the prophecy that Republicans were going to be coming for all of your rights. So is he a dunderhead? Like I I know. I, I've heard people call him a dunderhead, yeah, well. but is he, like, because this is a dunderhead move if you want your party to <laughs> regain power at the midterm. Right. Now it's a non-starter. This isn't going anywhere, but he's no. not making it any better. It's not, yeah. Timing, timing. <laughs> I think he has poor, poor, poor timing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he just doesn't wants care. to hear people talk about Lindsey Grant. Yeah, that could be too. <laughs> that could yeah. be it. The Kentucky high school football poll is out. Class 1A, Raceland is number one. Packville. Pack. Is number two. <laughs> class 2A, Beachwood is at one. Mayfield is second. But in Class 2A, Owensboro Catholic is four. They uh, defeated Owensboro the other night. Butler County is at number 10 in Class 2A mm-hmm. in this week's poll. Class 3A, Louisville Christian Academy is one. Paducah Tillman is two. In 4A, Boyle County is one. Frederick Douglass is number one in Class 5A, followed by Woodford County, Bowling Green, South Warren. Greenwood got votes. Uh, Owensboro is at number eight. What did you say? I said I'm not surprised. No, that's kind of the who's who of mm-hmm. those of that class. And then uh, class six A, Saint X is number one. Trinity is number two. So we're far enough into the high school football season now that we're getting. You said Hancock County got some votes early too. From yeah, 2A. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I think Hancock County did get some yeah. votes. McLean County got yeah. some votes as mm-hmm. well. So a crowded, crowded class. A Florida man accused of shooting at police. Some of the best stories start with a Florida man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a Florida man accused of shooting at police 
and striking one officer in the chest tells law enforcement he thought they were members of the Mexican cartel. Oh, oh okay. Well, if that was the case, then all right, go on about your business. <laughs> you were just trying to fight the yeah. Mexican cartel. Looks and like so, he might be a part of the Mexican cartel. I would have thought he should, he, he, he should know what Mexican cartel <laughs> members look like because he are one. Yes. As best I can tell. Lucas Alves is his name. But So if you want to get rid of the Mexican car- cartel, just call Lucas Alves. Elvis. He's, a, he's our guy. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You don't even know. Today is Parents' Day Off Day. I wish. There's going to be a bunch of kids stuck at school pickup today. <laughs> you know, the, the way that works is, though, you think, well, I'll just leave my kids at school since it's Parents' Day Off Day. But the staff at the school, they also have kids. And so they're supposed to be getting Parents' Day Off Day, too. So it's just uh, one of those deals. National Coloring Day today. So that can be cathartic. You know, get your coloring book out and color. I Does making a poster count? As, uh, will there be some coloring involved uh, in making a poster? I'm almost certain there will be coloring involved. Okay, yes. good. It is Eat a Hoagie Day. Mm. And it is Cream-Filled Donut Day today. Mm. I like a good custard-filled donut. She does not. I don't really like... I'm not a huge fan of anything filled like donut filled. Yeah, I'm weird. I'd rather have the regular plain glazed donut. I mean, I like those. I, I like the regular, but it's like, oh, now I don't like jelly filled. Now, I, it, it, between I the two, I'd filled. rather have custard filled than jelly. But if I've got my choice, I'm choosing just a plain glaze. Okay. I'll yeah. keep that in mind when the next time I'm buying, buying donuts for you. <laughs> the new Merriam-Webster Dictionary has 370 new entries. Oh, my gosh. We finally apparently caved in to the kids. Oh, dear. Is that one of them? Um, probably <laughs> of the three. I don't have. I don't have the three hundred list of three hundred seventy. But I think the list I do give you may be a harbinger of all the other words that are in there that you think. Why did we put that word in there? Yeet. Yeah, yeet. He yeeted it. An expression of surprise, approval, or excited enthusiasm. Isn't that what goats do? Don't goats yeet? <laughs> do they bleat? Ah, uh, bleat. That's what yeah. it is. They bleat. It pays to have the ag agent here. <laughs> uh, yeet is also a verb to throw something without regard for the thing being thrown. As I said. Yeah, I yeeted, yeeted the quiz that I failed <laughs> right into the trash can. Janky. I've heard that one. I've mm-hmm. used janky a time or two, <laughs> and it just makes yeah. me feel weird. <laughs> Okay. Does it does That's it feel janky. does it set well when it comes out, huh? I just I, I always stop and go. Fifty year old Caucasian male. I've used janky several times. I just don't know if janky yeah, is true. the and it's not necessarily just my gender and it's not just necessarily my age and it's not necessarily my ethnicity, but the three of them together mm-hmm. make me feel weird when Saying I say it. janky. Does okay. they make you feel janky? They make me feel janky. <laughs> they make me feel sus. <sighs> We've decided sus is a word because we're too lazy to say suspect or suspicious. Well, this is who we're trying to modernize the Merriam Dictionary, Merriam-Webster Dictionary for. Short for suspicious or suspect. Mm-hmm. Isn't it a bit sus? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know this one, but Luke 
Is this right? It's a noun. L-E-W-K. Now, I'm not sure about that A one. fashionable look distinctive to the wearer and noticeable to others. Okay. I can see it. Maybe I have heard of it before. I think it's a word popularized in my notes here by RuPaul. Oh. Okay. By his show. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's one that I don't like because I think it's, I, I don't, it, it doesn't, it's not vulgar, but there's something about it that sounds vulgar. Pwn. Mm-hmm. Like. P W N when it's pronounced like own pwn. I totally pwned or pawned my opponent in an epic game of tag yesterday Mm. to dominate and defeat (laughs) P W N. Okay, but all I hear is P O N E, like pwn of cornbread or or the their pony, their um, you know their their big, their fluffy, their pony. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me walk this back. (laughs) Did I just hear cornbread? Yeah. Yeah. Say this again. Pone? Yeah. Pone of cornbread? Pone of cornbread. What is a pone of cornbread? What have I done wrong with you? Really? You've made some delicious cornbread, but I didn't realize. It's a thing of cornbread. the 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 whole thing the entirety yeah, is yeah. a, a pone, pone of cornbread a pone yeah wow it's, it, it can't just service. be a pan it can't be a skillet it's got to be a pone it's a pone wow okay so what about people who make cornbread in the little molds that come out looking like, like, like ears of corn those are corn fritters those are those are fritters right mm-hmm. so but that's not a pone no. like like no. the entire pan is not a pone this i mean is, i guess it could be a pone of corn fritter cornbread I, I, but no a pone is like pone. how do i not know this word i don't know am i, I like really I've a kentuckian a am i really a kentuckian i don't know i may have flunked out of kentucky class if I don't know pone. I mean, I don't use that, but I know what. whenever someone yeah. says a pone of cornbread, I understand. And it's very helpful. Like, I play a word game in the mornings. It's yeah. part of my brain game. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Pone. We found out where my parents failed. <laughs> I, knew it, it, I knew we'd eventually get to it. Maybe you just didn't pay attention. Maybe they told you, but you just didn't pay attention. <laughs> Listen, I, I would... There's a I, chance I was raised that- by very, very smart people, but I was raised by, I was also raised by farmers. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm diverse. But there's a chance your mother did not get the iron skillet out of the stove and say, here is the pone of cornbread. She probably cut it up and brought it to the table and said, here's the cornbread. She didn't say, That's you know, true. I cut it from the pone. But I mean, between my great grandmothers and my grandmothers and my mom, it just seems like if this is, I mean, if you also readily know pone, a pone <laughs> of cornbread, I'm thinking, where, where have I been? Yeah. So I knew it was just a matter of time. We'd find where, we'd find where the failures were. <laughs> uh, baller is now in the dictionary. Oh. That's not, you know, too, too surprising. No. Yeah. But you can tell Miriam and Webster were sitting together side by side. Miriam, Miriam Webster and Webster were sitting outside having a Bartles and James. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, we finally going to let Baller in. And Webster says... Yeah, yeah. I guess it's time. If we're going to let Yeet in, we might as well we let gotta, Baller. We got to let Baller in, <laughs> and then um, pumpkin spice, LARP, level up, and metaverse are all also getting into mm-hmm. the Merriam-Webster dictionary. Mm-hmm. I would imagine pumpkin was already in there, right? and spice was already yeah, in there. Do we, we need to... compound? 
do we i was doing fine yeah there was nothing i never saw pumpkin spice in the wild and went Ooh, if i only had a dictionary i'd know what that meant i thought i could deduce what that uh, what that was a new study says eating only during the day reduces the risk of anxiety and depression. New research shows that eating during the day instead of at night may lower the risk of anxiety and depression symptoms. Researchers from Brigham and Women's Hospital say their study adds to the growing body of research suggesting that having food shortly before bed is bad for the brain. Symptoms of depression and anxiety rise by 26 and 16 percent respectively after evening meals. Timing of food intake matters for our mood, Mm. is what these researchers say. (laughs) I don't know. I'm really happy with my peanut butter in bed. I'm not depressed about it. I'm Mm -hmm. not anxious. You don't think the peanut butter is causing you any anxiety? I do not. It might be what you eat, too. Because there are, I've heard two different, you know, you don't eat past 7 p.m., whatever. And then I've also heard that having a small, like, sugary, um, like, fruit or something before bed is supposed to, like, help with your... I don't know. I don't know. I've heard, I've heard conflicting yeah. stories. On I that. heard someone say that you can. There's certain, like you, to your point about certain foods, like especially bread. Like don't have bread after six p.m. Yeah. And I don't know why that is, but I, but every any time I I think about having bread in the evening, I go, what time is it? That doesn't mean I change my behavior, but I at least consider <laughs> well, it. Maybe it's, it's carbs. because it's carbs and your sugar spikes mm-hmm. and, it, and it won't level out before bed. I don't know. I guess. A new study also says that early risers who stay active throughout the day are happier. Well, we just heard yesterday that nappers are happier. Well, I think nappier, nappers, you know, I think I think keeping your nap contained is important. <sighs> yeah, I was going to say, I just can't spend too much time on the couch. Uh I'm a napper. I am not a napper. Mm. Early risers who remain active throughout the day tend to be more content and sharper mentally, especially in older age. So staying active longer, regardless of intensity, may be the key to a sharper mind. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So going back to the whole nap thing, you know, my grandparents and parents, especially my grandfather, who was a farmer, would come in and take a 20 minute nap Mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. You know, and. So, I mean, there is, but then I've also got some family that have never napped and don't nap, and they're they're fine, too. So, who's right? My Davis side are, are they're all nappers. Yeah. They'll sit down in the recliner after being out and sleep 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. They're more of the agriculture, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a napper, up and with, I'm happy about it. Up with the chickens, come in for dinner, mm-hmm. you know, have, might have a... You know, fifteen minute nap, get back out mm-hmm. there, and but also get up at like five o'clock. Too. Yeah, well, me too. So, yeah. a bakery receipt ruined the surprise of a gender reveal cake. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it's terrible, but it's funny. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth McClay shared a video to TikTok showing how the bakery revealed her gender to her father when he collected the cake. She captioned the post, when my dad picked up the gender reveal cake and they gave him the receipt that said the gender and color inside the cake and the dad in the clip says, okay, here we are, revealing the gender reveal cake he had already collected from the bakery. And then the dad says, these idiots, they wrote on the receipt the color to put inside, so I know already. Oh, why didn't he just not say anything? Yeah. Well, I don't know that he said, but it, but... Isn't it for the grandparents a lot of what we're doing these things for? Yeah, I mean, I, we're, I, mean, I don't know. Yes, the parents, but right after the parents, wouldn't we yeah. be doing the gender yeah, reveal for see, the grandparents next? The but only person that knew that Silas was a boy before I did was, was Kendra. 
my 4-H agent well, because I had her make the balloons to put in the box for the kid. And I wanted the kid. It was for my kids. But I know of a grandmother that was in charge of the gender reveal. Oh, he was okay. the one who had the information. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess it varies yeah. depending upon the Zoom depending upon the fan. But that's a very anticlimactic <laughs> yeah. way to do it. Is yeah. you know. But then don't send him to get the cake. Mm-hmm. Right. If you if there's a chance you may brush up against the information, then you want to keep them a little bit. I isolated. saw one that uh, actually saw something yesterday on social media where one of the uh, Bills Buffalo Bills receivers' um, sister was pregnant, and he did her gender reveal on. He scored a touchdown and went to the camera and said, it's a boy. Really? Yeah. And okay. told the, their whole family was watching it. But I was like, that's a lot of risky. You got to <laughs> mm-hmm. make sure that you score. Right? I was going to say, what if he hadn't scored? Would everybody yeah. still be ignorant to how, it, to how it went? Yeah. Well, and so um, just in full transparency, the parental blame trick is being redirected at me. I'm being told if I don't know punk pwn, then it's all on me. I just wasn't paying proper attention okay. because I allegedly was educated to the idea of a pone of cornbread, but uh-huh. so no, no luck in me blaming the parents. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. The water cooler question coming right up here on In the Know. Did you know a Georgia man named Gary Duda? D-U-D-A. Legally changed his first name to Zippity. I like it. Zippity Duda. And then you know he puts the, he's got to do Zippity Duda. Yeah. D-U-D-A was his surname, so he just said, call me Zippity. I like it. That's cool. Well, well done. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win by texting your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000 is where you're going to text your answer. going to have your uh, uh, choice of theme park tickets or theme parks. You know, most of them open, uh, some of them open through uh, Halloween. And so here you go. Oh. Are we giving away? No, sorry. We got something else to give away, I think, uh, maybe starting tomorrow. So we'll tell you about that. Today's water cooler question. Nearly 60% of people agree that if a home smells like this, it smells clean. Nearly 60% of people agree that if a home smells like this, it smells clean. What is it? 270-259-6000. Nearly 69% of people agree if a home smells like this, it smells clean. There you go. Whitney, have you seen The Crown? I have seen, well, I've watched the Netflix, The Crown, but yeah, I haven't yet. that's the one. Um, viewing on Netflix surged 800%. Viewing of The Crown surged 800% since her death last week. I, well, the guy that plays King Philip in her, or I'm sorry, Prince Philip mm-hmm. in her, in that show, yeah. he is playing in the Game of Thrones now as well, and I cannot get him in that out oh, of it. Oh, yes, he is, isn't he? Uh, and he is very, he's a very good actor. He plays both of those parts very well. I finally saw episodes two and three of House of Dragon. Uh, 
day before yesterday. Oh, good. I was not impressed after the first episode. I was like, man, I don't really. Know. I so it was good. I went away from it, and so now I've seen the two and three. Sorry, but if you want, if you want a compressed version of Queen Elizabeth II's life, it's in this. The, yeah. the crown, the crown will will do it. So that's where you uh, tune in. Wheel of Fortune. Controversy to start the new season. So Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy are both back new this week. And last year, people didn't like... The demographics of Wheel of Fortune are going to be higher, Mm -hmm. which is a demographic that would be much more averse to change of any kind. So last year, it was we don't like how you've updated the music. And this year, it's we don't like that you've changed the big screen. So it used to be, you know, going back to the old days, they actually turned to the letters. So they had (laughs) the columns, Mm -hmm. and then they put the letters on the puzzle backstage. And the purpose of Vanna being there was to actually turn them around to reveal them. But for about the last 15 years, if not longer, Vanna is more symbolism because she's not turning them. She's just touching them, but she's not the one turning them on. She's not the great and powerful Oz. (laughs) She just is walking by and just kind of ceremonially touching them. And they, so we just get to see Vanna walking back and forth and she looks like she's doing something, but she's really not. Well, instead of having those individual monitors, now they just have one giant screen and the puzzle appears. And so Vanna's still there, but now you have one giant video wall and people are like, well, we don't like that. Mm-hmm. So so why is Vanna still there? Well, this, I mean, it it is clear Symbolism. that, I mean, Vanna <laughs> did, when Pat Sajak had his health issues, she did host a couple of shows, <laughs> which was good, but you could tell they were more inclined to let Pat's daughter, Maggie, be the heir apparent to the hosting yeah. Uh, duties so i don't know but they did uh to answer my question they did introduce ken jennings this week as the host of jeopardy you know because in the uh in the interim where they weren't sure they would say and now hosting jeopardy is ken jennings but on monday it was the host of jeopardy ken jennings and he's got a fancy new hairdo i said that he didn't have the charisma and the so is my am not in the it panache yeah she'll be she'll, she'll they'll both be hosting mm-hmm. but they will um they have removed the they say the host okay you know so that's good so lavar drama lavar burton yeah, who thought you know <laughs> right. ga- game, shows. game shows that are targeted toward the 50 plus jet set are you know causing so much controversy but lavar burton is still kind of sour grapes he doesn't feel like he got an actual fair shot when he he was being considered yeah. to be the host of jeopardy and mike richards who ended right up there. naming himself host temporarily then uh, so Lavar's kind of whining and crying over. Yeah, okay, he had his reading rainbow. Here we go, right. yeah, go. Just yeah, he was on Star Trek. You know, it's just 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 live and let live. Leave, leave it alone. The Muppet Christmas Carol uncut version is coming to Disney Plus for the 30th anniversary. Did we yeah. lose a lot of core content in the edit? You know, when you yeah. tell me the Muppet yeah, Christmas Carol like, uncut version. Is Miss Piggy going to let a word fly yeah, or it, like what, 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 what did, is happening? What did I miss in the version 30 years mm-hmm. ago? Uh, just, are we completely rewriting uh, Dickens' story here? <laughs> you know, is, <laughs> I don't know. Bob Cratchit do something outlandish? I don't, I'm not sure. 
how that works. Miley Cyrus is being sued for posting paparazzi photographs of herself on Instagram. We're seeing this more and more where paparazzi or uh, the poppers, they take photos that they sell them to media outlets, TMZ, et cetera, et cetera. And then they get compensated for it. But then they go back and sue the subject of the photograph because it's their artwork. So if I were to paint your portrait. Yeah. Is it your portrait or is it my portrait? I mean, it's my depiction of you, but you're the subject of it. So if you want to follow this back to before photography. Why? Like, right. People are so weird. Why would you want to share the photographs? Or why or? would you? I mean, I don't know. Like sue her over it. If I mean, I'm kind of under the impression of it's my body, or you know, you took a picture of me, mm-hmm. so I can put it on there. Uh-huh. But whatever. But, but would you believe though that more and more of these cases yeah, are I'm going sure. against the people in I'm the sure photos? I'm sure of it because of the artist. You got yeah, to protect well. the artiste. It is their. It is their craft I, in I capturing would hardly call this paparazzi artiste. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't can't disagree with you there. The Cleveland Browns are a <laughs> strange organization. They are very much. So. I can't fi- I can't figure out the Cleveland Browns. One, um, Browns is just a weird is a weird name to be mm-hmm. the Browns. In fact, it like are they elves? What's wrong with the ear? This is you're 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 going exactly where we're going here. The Browns have never really had a mascot that right. I'm aware of. They just had the brown so, helmet. They had the or the orange helmet. Orange right. helmet for the Browns. So mm-hmm. there's you know first contradictory information. Mm-hmm. They they have the dog pound. Yes, like they woof they, they woof at you from the end zone, mm-hmm. but their mascot is not a dog. All right, mm-hmm. also conflicting. Mm-hmm. And now they decide that they're going to get an elf as their logo called Brownie the Elf. And not only is Brownie the Elf going to be like a mascot, but if you watch a Browns game now, it's in the middle of the field. Well, and the elf is not brown, nor is the elf's clothing. No. <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't who, understand. Who owns them? Um... Mr. Brown? I mean, right. <laughs> I no, I, I think at one point uh, old, it was, yeah. Old Man Brown? I don't know. I mean, it's it's the Paul Browns. I presume this has something to do with Paul Brown yeah. and like all that. And so I get it. But they're trying too hard. Yes. You you had this neat Why little you- thing where it was weird. It seemed forced. Yeah, or if you're going to have the dog pound, make it, make it a dog that is your, and call him like... Yeah. Brownie the dog. Hi, we're we're the Browns, and our helmets are orange. And we woof at you, but we don't have a dog as our mascot. I wonder if the elf wolf. We're the Browns. <laughs> Did they talk to Keebler? I don't know. we got to get to a break. We'll find out if we have a winner in the water cooler question. We'll have the point to ponder, chart toppers, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. I guess it occurred to me, like I, I knew this, but it just suddenly occurred to me in the last uh, hour or so. We will never see, we, like us, and really anybody old enough to be around the campfire this morning, we will never see another Queen of England. No. 
because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you got Charles and you got William and then you got George. Mm-hmm. And then from then from there, I mean, obviously there's a young lady within uh, Will and Kate's, but, you know, she's Charlotte. not the firstborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, likely it'll go to the next generation. So I don't care how old you are now. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to live long enough to see a queen, another queen of England. But we had one for 70 years. Yeah. That's that's crazy. So, and you know, I've always just known the. Of course, I've always thought it was weird how we took we took their national anthem and made it into my country. Tis of thee. You know, they sing "God Save the Queen" and have for seventy years, but now suddenly their national the anthem is "God Save the King." Mm-hmm. And but I still prefer my country. Tis of thee. Yeah. Do, 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 do. All right. Um, seventy. Let me see. Two thirty-six was the first to know. Uh, lemon, basically anything citrus oh, was the correct. 60% of right. us agree that if a home smells like lemon, orange, lime, anything citrus, then it is considered clean, even if it's not. You disagree? Oh, lady? no, I didn't have that. Oh, I mean, I guess have it. pine saw doesn't really smell like. You know, I had a conversation with Kyle last night about pine saw hmm. and about how it, <laughs> it was. I don't use it. But he said, you know, that's a smell of my childhood that mm-hmm. I have never or not last night, night before about how he's like, we I don't I remember it. And I remember it smelling clean. And I, he said, it's a nostalgic smell for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, but I ain't using it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about your luck. Yeah. yeah. It's a very. um mm-hmm. Not that I dislike it. I just have other products. It's a I very pronounced smell, yes. pine saw. Mm-hmm. Like it's very distinct and very, mm-hmm. very unique. But, yeah, we use, um, you know, if the garbage disposal stinks a little bit or oh, something, yeah. you throw some citrus in there, mm-hmm. some lemon, and mm-hmm. it seems uh, it seems to help. Yep. So congratulations to 7236 being the first to know. On television tonight, the Challenge USA season one finale. The remaining 11 fight for a spot in the final battle. I did watch last night, honey, the first episode episode that you have not watched go right ahead because you said you you said go on without me yes please i don't want to see the rest of them uh so but i i did i did watch it with a little more confidence last night knowing i've not seen you on mtv all these years because you taught us Mm -hmm. last week whitney about the origins of the show yep america's got talent season 17 finale on nbc and then the season 20 finale part two on fox of master chef Master Chef is that not the one? Which is the one that they have the con- contest with um, the guy that did Hell's Kitchen? What is it? Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, is that him? Sure. Is that I don't. That no, is? I don't Master think. Chef? Is that not it? I don't think so. Okay. But I could be wrong. Don't watch many cooking shows. I don't either. Don't I just know a girl Fox. from Breckenridge County was on it. She won it first, and then uh, and then they had them all by all the winners back, and they just finished up. Today's highlight in history: the state in 1901, President William McKinley died in Buffalo, New York. In 1814, Francis Scott Key was inspired to write the poem Defense of Fort McHenry, which we later turned into the Star-Spangled Banner. In 1982, Princess Grace of Monaco, formerly film star Grace Kelly, died at age 52. In 2009, death claimed Dirty Dancing star Patrick Swayze at age 57. This date in 2015, Round County, Kentucky clerk Kim Davis returned to work for the first time since she was jailed for defying a federal court. Wearing her sweater and returning to work for the people of Rowan County. 
Today's birthdays, singer John Bowser Bauman from Shanana. <laughs> Neither of you are old enough to know nope. him. 75 today. Dan Cortez is 55. Dan Cortez, not one of the original MTV VJs, but in the early generations. But I know Dan Cortez more specifically. He was Elaine's rock climbing boyfriend on Seinfeld. <laughs> Oh, Remember, she okay. had the boyfriend that fell, and he was injured in the traction, and she broke up with him. Mm-hmm. She said, "This is more than I signed up for." Mm-hmm. The, he was that person was played by Dan Cortez. Tyler Perry is fifty three today, hmm. so Medea much older, I think. Yeah. Let's go to chart toppers. Let's try to go back to nineteen fifty seven. Jerry Lee Lewis, number one, with whole lot of shaking. Whitney, did you get a peek at uh, uh, the last few, a couple of weeks? Have you seen a change in the availability at the farmer's market? Yes. Are we going, fact, are we going gorded? We're, well, yeah, we are. And in fact, we're not, there's not anybody set up today. There's so, not. no. Okay. But there are still folks setting up on Saturday. So if you're going to go to the farmer's market, I encourage you to try it out on Saturday. I was by there Saturday. It looked mm-hmm. like pretty good, it's still a pretty good yeah. contingent. But my guess is the availability yes, of it's very, uh, stuff it's getting is, very, 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 very thin because you know we're finishing up with summer and we've only got about a month left. So, by the way, I saw yesterday. I thought it was a mum, but uh, she has a new aster. Mm-hmm. Right? Asters, asters look like a look like a mum, kind Similar. of a fall plant. Yep. So, so I learned aster on one day and I learned pone the next day. Hey. It's, a life, <laughs> it's a life full of learning for me. Land of a thousand dances. Wilson Pickett number one in sixty six. I said a nah. So my first exposure to this song is the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. Love that. So the movie. end of the at the end of the movie, yeah. Like you know, because they get back together, the Ackroyd family mm-hmm. comes back and they celebrate and all that, and they dance through the out the cabin and so, yeah. So. <laughs> great movie. It, it is a great movie. movie. It's a it's a super movie. Has Alea seen the Great Outdoors yet? Think so. When the when the big when the big bear remember has the, we had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to think if that's when where the, the bear because she started telling me she's like the bear's butt gets yeah, shot. Yeah, the bear's or, butt gets shot. Yeah, that's, that's I just how, knew. and I was like, you've seen the Great Outdoors? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, <laughs> that's one that's of the like best game changer. <laughs> Glenn Campbell, number one, Rhinestone Cowboy. In 1975, I love this song. I do too. <laughs> like a rhinestone cowboy. Bum, bum. Oh. This song isn't bad either. I know. Let's go to uh, 1984. Dolly is number one. Tennessee Homesick Blues. Well, this is from the movie Rhinestone. She did with uh, Sylvester Stallone, I think. I think it's from that soundtrack because they were operating a nightclub in New York that was like featuring country music. I think. I really wanted to hear the chorus, but I've never been homesick for Tennessee, so I really can't claim. 
Don't forget, Rocky Top was actually written by Kentucky. Mariah Carey, Dream Lover, number one in 93. He's making a resurgence with some remixes. Um, okay. Is she still... She's still uh, weird. You don't know. The, the Kelly Rowland, Nelly, number one in O2 with Dilemma. Maroon 5 moves like Jagger 11 years ago today. BTS Dynamite two years ago today. There are your chart toppers. Whitney, good to see you. Yeah. Thanks for coming. And uh, hope to see you again real soon. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says this. You don't drown by falling in water. You drown by staying there. You don't drown by falling in water. You drown by staying there. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.